Hey, everybody. Welcome to Jen Lowry and the Monarch site, where today we are so excited to introduce you to my dear friend and author, Riley Cross of Disconnected. Riley, welcome today. Thank you. Okay. Honored to be here. Y'all, I've loved Riley for years, and she's a newer monarch. Her book just came out May 10th, 2023, YA Dystopian, but I have had the honor of knowing Riley for many years and just watching you as an author, mom, you're like my sister in Christ, like I adore you so much, um, but I got to tell everybody a little bit about you. Uh, Riley Cross is a language arts educator with a penchant for all things dystopian. She teaches creative writing courses by day and turns into a coffee-fueled writer by night. There we are, ready to go. It is evening time here, and you're already getting ready for some night writing, maybe? Uh, that's the, been the plan. I, I try to sneak it in in between the kids, so... Yay. All right. So tell us a little bit about how you fell in love with dystopian sci-fi world and how you knew that was your place. Well, I mean, I've always sort of like dabbled in different genres and historical fiction was kind of a big hit for a while. And then I don't know, I really think it was teaching. Um, I just love anytime I get to do dystopian novels in my own classroom. And then I started trying my hand at it and then sci-fi just seemed like the perfect like mashup. Anything I write seems to have like a little bit of a futuristic steampunk mechanical component somehow. And so these two areas just really merge really well together. And I just I think I finally found my area, you know, instead of like all over the place. Like it just sort of merged between teaching dystopian novels, falling in love with a couple to the point where I had to buy the whole series, or now I'm on a, I can only listen to sci-fi kick. Um, it's just, that's kind of where it, that's where the rabbit hole led, you know? I've written fantasy, I've written in all of them, but, and that's kind of my advice to, if anyone's interested in writing, is you really do have to try everything until yeah. you figure out what it is that makes you the happiest. And AI technology uh, taking over your world, implants in your brain, organ harvesting, all of this stuff in the middle of a sci-fi novel that truly felt like, and my husband is a Matrix, like, fanatic. Like, that's his favorite sci-fi series. He loves everything. He just binge watches them. We have the whole set. So I'm always watching it with him. It's always in the background. And when I was reading your work for the first time, I was like, this is a matrix for like YA. It's like, what happens when you discover these hidden truths about the world that you so thought was one way and you were just kind of moving along in that status quo. And then all of a sudden it gets shaken up. And now it's like, what do you do? Oh, uh, just how and did I, that I idea love... hit you? Like, tell me. Um. Honestly, that kind of goes back to the classroom. Everyone's always on their phones. I noticed an increased addiction myself to being on the phone. And it's not, and what I think is interesting is this isn't a I hate phones thing or technology because clearly I, I I don't. I love it. Um, if the internet's out, I'm like, oh, how do I teach? You know, but um, I think what it is, is like what fascinates me is it's neither good nor bad. It's what we use of it and how, and, and 
and what we do with it. The same thing, I have a fascination with villains that are neither good or bad. They just are. And they're either so reasonable that you almost want to believe them. And I love that sort of ambiguity. And that kind of just filtrates into my, you know, that's where the, the love of it came from. It's just this idea of what if the phones were in our minds? What if we were able to just connect to the Wi-Fi without the use of these devices? And then where would that take us? What's And it's not too far as a next step is concerned or what if we have this ai in our heads that tells us what to think and what to do and the answers just come to you instead of having that thought process and with chat gpt and all these different things going on i mean i was literally reading today about a an ai that reads your text messages and tells you how compatible you were with your ex weird <laughs> stuff you're like yeah. telling me what my my issues are and it's just fascinating to me that like we could literally be on the edge of something like that. And my husband's a big gadget person. Like if I didn't stop him, we would have weird gadgets for everything. And they're super helpful. But um, like I have one right now. It's like a coffee warmer. It just sits by my desk. It's literally its whole purpose is to warm your coffee in case you set it down on your desk. But he buys like gadgets and he loves listening to little videos and I don't know, I guess we're kind of like that. And my family is just like, what if? What if there's this? What, you know, what's the next thing? And it's um, it's neither good nor bad. It's just what we do with it. But that what if helps you with wet world building because you are like creating these gadgets, creating these food cubes and all of these really cool things that, you know, you think how we were when we were young watching the Jetsons and how somebody can have that imagination. <laughs> And now we're living a lot of the Jetsons. And now you've created, again, a futuristic world that's so accessible for readers. So I would say if you're not like the biggest dystopian fan or if you're not the biggest, you know, sci-fi fan, Disconnected is that perfect first start because it mashes them up together and it takes you on a fast-paced ride because it just does not slow down. Well, one of my favorite pieces of advice that I heard from a famous writer was like, there should be a setup on every page and sort of there should be something that grabs your attention on that page and sort of some sort of payoff at the end. So I tried to do that with the chapter, the arc of the chapter, but every page too, I really did try to mentally think what would be a, a catch on this page and like would make you want to turn to the next page. So I tried. <laughs> it was, and it you were very hard. successful. You were very successful. Yeah. So keep trying, trying, because I know you're working on some new things. So the secrets of Monarch, we have some secrets. We don't have to divulge them all now. But I know that you are currently working on other projects, too, and just always out there finding ways to connect with book clubs and book signings. Tell about how all this has been for you. You had just had a camp, a writing camp. Like, um, I know that that teacher background helps you a lot when you're standing up there <laughs> in front of and, and pitching and doing. But what are some um, tips maybe you could give people as they're out trying to organize their life around this author world? A lot. It just sort of is a storm that comes into your life and you're like, I don't want social media, but now I have seven platforms. Um <laughs> You just really have to do your best. And I started setting timers on my phone. So it'll tell me if I've spent too long on Instagram or too long on Facebook. That helps too, because otherwise you kind of get lost and then you start getting disappointed or frustrated. And I think you just have to put enough material out there and then just wait, be patient. I've made a lot of great connections online and 
that those pay off, but they take time and it takes genuine, genuine posts, not just, Hey, buy my book. Um, and I think that would be one of my biggest takeaways here is it's got to be somewhat genuine. Um, I met someone the other day and we were talking about our favorite authors. And one of the things we liked about them is that they're real, that they're real people. And I think that's what you got to do. Just be a real person online, post what you can, but not to the detriment of your family or your own, your next project. And then just be looking for genuine ways to make connections and not just hey, my book, buy it, you know, like, <laughs> Just because that'll come, that'll come. People, if they like you, they'll want to look at your work. It's the same um, mentality I take into my classroom. My students do not care about, like, you know, language arts. They're just, they're not into it until they know that, like, you're a real person and then they start engaging with you. And I think I, I just brought that teacher mentality over to the author world where it's like, have my limits. I will spend this much time, X amount of time online. And then I have my life again. And I'm also going to be genuine about whatever I post. So time management has helped you keep a balance too. Absolutely. Because I'll, I'll be on that all the time. And you have such sweet littles who love reading and literacy is such a huge part of your family. Like I love hearing about the kids and what they're reading and their little book reviews. Like how has that been for them to see mom as author? Do you think it's like really hit them yet? Well, yeah, it does. My son will tell me, he's like, I hope your book is the best in the world, mommy. And like, it just fills my heart. The other day I was working on my project and he was like, mom, you have to name a character after me. And then both Go of eat. them proceeded to tell me how I should name a character after both of them and what their characters would be like. Um, so it's actually, you're going to have to text you about that to the side, but it was so much fun to like engage them in that imagination, but for it to be authentic, you know, um, and it's, it's fun. They love it. They know mommy's a writer. Uh, Ethan will talk about my books all the time and they know that mommy mentioned them in the front of the book and it's, it's beautiful. Oh, I love it so much. And they're such creative little beings as, you know, and Ethan's a beta reader, like, like, let's go to Ethan. He's our like target audience. Let's have him have read like, some monarch stuff. Like, review a book. This is how you do it. And I think getting your kids engaged with what you do, that, that's powerful, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because it is something that becomes like such a huge part of self. And there's also that feeling of accomplishment. And like, I'm doing this work, something that I've dreamed about. How long has it been for you? Like with Disconnected, like when you started writing Disconnected until May 10th, Lord help us doing math right now on the spot without any more coffee. I don't have coffee around. But like, how long was that process for you? Maybe from beginning to end, maybe an estimate of. I have a guesstimate. Yes, let's go. I'm seriously writing roughly two to three years but the idea has been tumbling around for about eight um and so it's been like eight years I'll like start a chapter write a little piece stop start a chapter right but I didn't get serious about it and once I started getting serious it, it went a lot faster um, but part of that I mean I had my kids in there and it was just like sometimes the best ideas sort of tumble out slowly so I, I let them I let them stay in there just tumble around and eventually they pick up speed so you know, and now part of that time was used, not just focusing solely on the book, but also doing shorter pieces, you know, trying your hand at different styles. And, and I think all of that built up to the novel. Now, hopefully it won't take me as long next time. So 
I don't know if I was speeding up the process, a little bit of planning, but I'm definitely a pantser. I just, I write as the moment hits me and then it pauses me for a bit and then I got to figure out the solution. One of my favorite things to do is write myself into a corner and have absolutely no way out and then have to figure out a way out. Uh-huh. Um, I love doing that to myself and uh, that's been something I've done for forever. So like, no panic in that. No huh? panic feeling when you get yourself in that corner? Because usually that's like the, ah, I'm lost, but I you would take it, it as a check. I, oh. I don't know. I love it. I don't want to plan everything out because then I might miss opportunities for, you know, I try planning things out and then I change it anyway. So I'm not sure I save myself time. Um, I'll have a couple highlighted points that I might try to get to. And if they change, they change. I want to give myself that sort of freedom to do what I want with the piece. And so then Disconnected came to us. So we are so blessed to have you as part of our collection. It's part of our author world with us. And then you had developmental rounds and line edits. And Haley, let's give her a special shout out. I (laughs) I mean, how was all of that editing, like that balance? You knew you had edits. You knew we had, you know, the release set up, but you like knocked it out. You were like, thanks. Uh, the edits make it, it's funny like you get to the point with your book where you don't want to look at it um, even now like I love the cover but I'm afraid to start reading through it <laughs> it's just like I've seen every word um, and you you get to the point where you edit and you edit edit but um, that's when you know that you're getting really close and it's not just a dream I tell my students in my creative writing sometimes I'm like it's so easy to stay in dreamland it's safe it's comforting but at some point you got to get and do the work like there's the work component to this dream and uh, the editing is part of that work and, and oh, you but it's so exciting hard. when it comes together you worked so hard and then I'll never forget in your arc stage and it was like sending me a text let's fix this line or how about this word <laughs> like we were like I do nuts no, it was it was driving you nuts, but not me, because I was loving it because I understood that the more you just kind of looked at things, you were just like you wanted that best place mm-hmm. for your readers to be. And so I would just pull up the, the site and start fixing it and fixing it. Uh, just absolutely love that process with you because I could feel your energy And I could see just so how much you put like the passion towards it and the dedication towards it. Even when we hit that arc stage, it was, uh, so I'm sure how many times have you read Disconnected now? It was was so many times. I'm like, I was like, I told my husband, I'm like, I don't know how many times I can keep reading this same book over and over, but um, process is worth it. I mean, you have to really think about every word and what it means or what it could mean or the value of it. You know, it's, the first time writing it is just such a rush of everything. And then you got to go back through. And, and I think that's that's where you get you get the gold. But it's at yes. the end, you know? Yes. And talk about book club. Because we started Monarch Book Club. Man, you have like read it pretty much for like two months. And then um, Georgie the other day, one of our book club members, she was even saying like she loved how you started off your chapters. And we in book club, you really took some great ownership for that from Monarch to kind of set that stage for interaction and questions and teasers. How was that with Discord book club? I love teasing Discord. I'm actually looking forward to when I can, like, well, I'm participating this month now, um, reading a book. So it's kind of nice instead of leading it. Um, 
I love genuine things and like, let's post like, here's a little bit of something to think about, but also let's have some fun with it. I definitely didn't want it to make it feel like school and these are assignments. So, you know, but like that's the beauty of book club is we should be able to discuss ideas, but also have a little bit of fun or put ourselves into the book. And And that was my goal with the last round. Like go find an avatar, go get images, do this. It was so much fun. Like I just enjoyed seeing what everybody was posting. Oh yeah. The AI generated art, which I know is like controversial. It's like, well, is this really you? Or can we be addicted to another version of ourselves? That's not who we truly are, you know? And it's, it's, it's neat to integrate, you know, real life things, but also pull the reader into the story. Yep. So thank you for all that work you did with the Bond Art Book Club and Future Book Club as a participant. And if you ever want to pop back in, I think we talked about maybe October for you. So possibly, yes. If we can um, generate a list of new readers, I'll run another round of it in October. So love it. Love it. So guys, if you missed book club, you can still join. We're doing the Impossible Girl the month of August. I will find out with September. It was like, Riley was like throwing out the fish line, reeling in monarchs, going, which monarch is going to take over? It's so much fun, guys. You can do it. Um, So thanks for your leadership role in that, too. I appreciate you. And speaking of helping monarchs, man, you are the share queen. You're reading books behind the scenes. You're cheering on all of our authors. How does that feel like to be in a community of like such sweet people? Oh, my gosh. Our monarchs are the best well you know there's this kind of big myth that writing happens alone and while there is a part of that it's a lone component you really do have to have a community and I think that's not something I gained perspective on until like later in my writing career it's just like you need a community you've got to connect with people you've got to be around other creatives you got to support them and they support you but it's got to be a genuine thing too you know not just a hey I'm checking on you because you haven't shared my post lately it's it's got to be genuine like that's that's part of like what the book is about the main character really struggles to make connections um she has sort of an antisocial you know like tendency like this is my group and no one else but like she's got to expand that and same thing with writers. We we tend to isolate when we should be opening up to other people and, you know, cheering them on. You know, there's, that's that's the beauty of writing is just cheering other people on because well, the, the, I love this phrase. It says clap until it's your turn, you know, like, uh, and that's, it. you know, it's a hard thing to do, but it's the best thing to do because it's where you get perspective. And this is where I want to talk now about how you and I met. And it was through online <laughs> community. And there was an author out there doing like book launches and we had simultaneously found each other through this. Mm -hmm. Now, my memory is so terrible. So who reached out to who? I don't even know, but we just connect. We're going to have to like dig through the messages to see (laughs) because... I would love to see it. I would love to go like to the origin story. (laughs) Because we have been such good friends Mm -hmm. for like so long. Like seriously, I think of you as like one of my like a sister. I don't don't have sisters, right? I have a brother. Um, You do now. You're good. (laughs) But I truly think of you as like one of my sisters. Like you are with me through everything and here we are now as a part of monarch but we were a part of another group at the very beginning Mm -hmm. and then your writing group which you are i call you that queen of a writing group online and so talk about having writing groups online and how that truly is a powerful mediator between blank page and success because i do believe it's there 
So I think with media, we we have this temptation to sort of like join a gazillion groups or, you know, but it's all for self. And if you really spend time investing in a community and it's about, the, you know, like genuinely getting to know other people, I think it changes the dynamics. Uh, when I first started my writing group, I was like, I don't know where this is going to go. Let's just try it. Um, if it's 20K members, cool, whatever. That's awesome. But it, it's not about the numbers, which our group is actually relatively small, but it's been about creating that community. And again, that's part of the whole like writing isn't isolated. Writing happens with the community and everyone's like, well, where do I find my community? Start small, one or two people expand. And then it really does grow into something special because where you find your beta readers, that's where you find the people who make you better. And they call out the weaknesses in your writing out of love, not because they're trying to tear you down, because if that's the case, leave. Um, that's toxic. <laughs> um, but, and then that's the same. You do the same for others. It's sort of a pay it forward system. You know, I'll read for people and like, how can I pay you back? You don't. I it, that just because here you go. Um, I read it for you. And that's you build community that way. And it's I think it's it's important to your success because otherwise you just feel lost in a daydream where there's other people who hold you accountable or question you like, hey, how are you doing on that project? I was curious. Or it gives you that excitement. If someone's reading my stuff, I need to give them the next chapter. And that kind of lights a little fire, you know. But you have to have that. I think it's pretty vital for, for writers. Even if it's an in-person club or you can find a club through your local library, you really got to build a little community. It's just, it's a beautiful thing. Well, I think um, it's a beautiful then, thing. I think it's a yeah, beautiful I found, thing. I found a, a local online group, or not online, um, in-person group too. So sometimes we meet and yes. we're supposed to discuss writing, but sometimes we just grab coffee and hang out. But it's nice to know that there's creative people who, and they talk a little bit about their projects, but it's it's just a nice feeling to have that you're not just, it's just not, not just you in the Word document. It expands to other people. And I cannot tell you how thankful I am for you for reaching back out to me when we first were connecting and saying, you were starting this writing group, but I like to come along the ride with you and, and, and be kind of like one of those silent admins, because really that's kind of my role. But I have met the best of friends yeah. in our writing group, and I absolutely love and adore for life. And I may not have ever met them in person, and you and I, I have never met in person but it just feels like our people, right? We have found our people. And that's why I just wanted to give you a, just some special praise there for starting something online that's a safe place for writers to grow, develop, can make connections, to, to really find true people that are just there's, dedicated um, to the craft, you know? There's definitely a root to that. Uh, originally, when I was like a young teenager trying to write, there is this group I tried to join and they denied the request. And they're like, no, this is for established writers only. You have to have a book published. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I understand. They're like, you can join this group. And I just, I felt really like, well, how am I going to grow if I'm in a group that's not got anyone there to like, if I put out a question, they've actually got the ability to answer it. And um, I don't know, it just sort of struck me as like, it it was a harsh I don't know. It's a harsh thing, which is why I don't like that in my group. There's a dif there's differences in levels, and that's great because not everyone is on the same page, and we can like challenge each other, and that's how you grow. You know, yes. Thinking when you're a teacher, you know this. It's just like you can't just 
focus on the people on top. You got to sort of spread it out and like show them. Cause like even your, your top learners will learn something from someone else. And it's, it's just beautiful when you can open yourself up to that and not just be so stuck on who you are and what you can do. So I don't know. I don't know about you, but I think we've had a lot of tips today, a lot of words of wisdom. And one last one for people out there who are just thinking about starting that blank page, what type of advice would you give them? Um, best advice I could give is just don't give up because there's some really dark days in that process. There's a lot of no's and there's a lot of shut doors and know your limits. Like for me, I would set a limit of how many rejections I would get before like, all right, if I get this many, let's stop for a moment and then I'll go back and try again. Just so I didn't shut down. It's, it's a sprint. It's not a run to the finish line. It's, you know, got to take a moment and rest your soul, rest your soul, but get to the end, like having that grit, just, you've got to keep pushing. And it's, there's a lot of barriers, you know, writing isn't easy. We think it's just write the story, but it's write the story, then it's marketing. And then it's, but so take it easy one thing at a time. And, and I think you taught me the most about just finding joy in your writing. Just, yeah, do it because it's something you love to do, not because you need validation from someone else. Validation is nice, but you don't need it. Yes. That's the biggest thing. And you bring us joy. You bring me joy. You. you bring the monarchs joy. Everyone that you meet, you do. So I just want to thank you for being you and being so lovely and for sharing Disconnected with all of us. And you said you had seven different social media sites. I won't make you start listing oh, them what? all out. <laughs> I will say um, that I've simplified everything with the same handle. That's what I do. Yes. So you're Find handle- me anywhere by this. And your handle um, is at writing by Riley R I L E Y. Just that's it. Easy. You can find it across everything. Yes, writing by Riley. Please follow. Check out what Riley's up to because I know some secrets. Riley's working, working. And <laughs> hey, <here>. baby. <laughs> um, and I'm just yeah, so here. excited about your new projects that are in the works. I uh, just absolutely adore your writing, your author voice. I know I do too. I love it. Um, but just thank you for being with us. Uh, Riley, I hope you have a wonderful evening. Uh, good luck on your back to school in the classroom, high school teacher. Um, just really saying prayers for you and just Thank I'll you. see you guys later. Bye. Bye guys.